welcome powerful women to the final episode of season one here at the Me, Myself, and Her podcast. If you haven't listened to any of the other podcast segments, I'm going to give you a quick overview, a quick reminder about what this podcast is all about. We are here to address the issues that challenge the mental fitness of diverse women, powerful women who are leading and succeeding in their careers, but having difficulty managing their mental, emotional, spiritual, and relational health well. That's what this is all about. We're pulling back the layers of who we are, who we want to be, and we're discussing how to become her, which is healthy, empowered, and resilient. So if you're ready to round out this first season with me, sit back, but don't relax because it's time for the her in you to take action. Just a quick recap of the last episode, The Stench of Emotional Trash. There were a few things that we talked about related to our emotions and how packing them away and not dealing with them can affect us and stink up our lives if we allow them to. I touched on how the emotional trash of our lives, it isn't easy to dump, but the good news is that it's possible if we have a purposeful process. And I use those three Ps, possible, purposeful, process and that it sometimes takes us maybe days, weeks, months, and maybe for some of us even years of processing and sorting through and removal before we can get on the other side of the mental, emotional trash that can weigh us down over the years as we tuck it away and pretend like it doesn't exist. Another area that I discussed on the last episode was getting rid of your big butts, not your physical butt, the butts that keep us from moving forward in intentional ways. And I gave you the example of saying to yourself, I know I need to change, but I've always been this way. Those are the big butts that I'm talking about. Today, I want to continue the conversation and the topic today is dump the emotional trash. So last episode, we talked about the stench and today we're going to talk about the dump. My emotional trash stinks when I have it, when I allow it to build up, it stinks and I haven't and I don't ever want to get used to the stench of emotional trash because the stench is my cue to do something about it, to identify where it is and to take it to the dumpster. Because no matter how much perfume of I'm okay that you spray on it, the smell of mental and emotional decay, it leaks through. You think you're managing it well by stacking it neatly in the basement with the lids firmly in place so no one can see it. You go about your business and your hope is that there are no mental and emotional leaks so that people can smell your stench. The truth is you can only hoard your disconnected and infected emotions for so long. People are going to notice. You are going to notice. Have you ever been walking around and you forgot to put on deodorant and all of a sudden you notice that there is an odor and you lift up your arm and you take a sniff and you realize that you're musty? 
And then you wonder how many other people noticed before you noticed it. That's what I'm talking about. That smell of emotional trash. Other people will likely notice it before you do. You're going to have to lift up your arm and take a big whiff and realize that your stuff is stinking. Your attitude stinks. Your mood stinks. Your interactions with other people stinks. Your kindness is stinking. Those are the things that I'm talking about. When you're musty, other people smell it. So I encourage every powerful woman listening to rethink stacking and stuffing those emotional bins. If we were to be honest, some of us have become emotional hoarders. We are holding on to emotions and things from the past that we haven't forgiven, that we are still bitter from, from decades, from years past, and those things are weighing us down in our present today. And I don't want to make it too simplistic because those things are worth exploring and healing from. So I'm not minimizing trauma and things that have happened in your past. I'm encouraging you to look at it with new eyes today and decide to open that bin in partnership with a licensed clinical counselor, a life coach, a pastor, or someone that you can trust that has the expertise to do it in partnership with you in an effective and healthy manner. If we think about a hoarder, their home is typically overrun with garbage or items from years of gathering and collecting that no one bothered to discard. Items that no longer serve a purpose take up space and new and fresh updated things and relationships have no place. After a while, the hoarder's home becomes such a mess that the functionality no longer exists. You can't cook, bathe, walk freely, sleep safely, find needed items, or have guests because the home is so overrun with stuff. What mental and emotional stuff is keeping you from moving freely and moving forward in your life, in your career, in your relationships, or maybe your spiritual alignment with God? Your mental and emotional trash will start to overrun you if you don't do something about it. If you continue to tuck unresolved issues and emotional dealings into bins and pretend like they don't exist, those bins will start to overflow into your now life and squeeze out the good while allowing the decayed things of old to continue to take up unnecessary space. Your emotional trash will start to repel relationships. And if you're not careful, if they get too high and out of control, they may crush you under the weight. The burden of carrying all of these hidden, well-packaged and unresolved issues and emotions alone is not healthy and not helpful. So look around your mental and emotional house. How cluttered is your spaces? How many bins have you collected and directed into the basement, the guest room, your room, and then the other living spaces to the point that you have no openings for love, joy, peace, harmony, rest, or renewal? It's time for a hoarder's intervention. 
Do you need a mental and emotional organizer to help you declutter and uncover the old and rotting things of the past that you have been emotionally chained to for decades past so securely that you don't even realize that 2020 is here waiting for you to exist in it, experience it, and move forward in it? We don't have time to unpack all the different things that you can do to start decluttering your life. I'm not going to pretend like your issues, your challenges, and your successes can all be discovered in one episode of a podcast. Taking out years worth of trash bins will not be easy, but the good news is you don't have to clean your mental and emotional house all at once. That's not realistic or recommended. The best processes for long-lasting change involves steps, intentional steps, one step at a time to get you started, to get you moving in the right direction. So here are three steps to consider as you identify, sort through, and eliminate your emotional trash. Step one is admitting your house is cluttered. Look honestly at the piles and identify the emotional trash that you have discarded or tucked away. Admit that your stuff stinks. Whether we know it or not, we become what we surround our minds, bodies, and spirits with. That could be people, it can be thoughts and intentions. So now this is your time to admit what is not going right in your life and what things have you allowed to clutter your mental, emotional, spiritual, and relational space. Step two, once you identify the trash, decide what you are going to do with it. Some trash is meant to be evaluated and sorted through to determine the origins and how to strategically recycle or refurbish it. But other trash is just plain old nasty and there's no good use for it. So get rid of it. If the emotional trash that you're looking at is old, outdated, crusty and musty, there is no refurbishing that. Put it in the incinerator of new beginnings and replace it with an updated mindset, emotional healing, relationship building, or another health and wellness practice that best suits your needs. Step three, support yourself on the journey of sorting through your emotional trash bins. Whether you have one emotional bin or quite a few, don't dig through them alone. Get help and be okay asking for it and receiving it. Find out which resources are best suited for the decluttering that you need for your space. I've mentioned a few earlier, but again, is it a licensed clinical counselor so that you can take your time and look at your past and deal with trauma and heal so that you can move forward? Is it a pastor that can help you to work through some of your spiritual bins? Is it a psychiatrist? Because there's a diagnosable condition that you will need medication management to handle successfully. 
or is it a mental fitness coach that can help to move you from where you are right now to your next level of success in life, in your career, or in your relationships, and that can hold you accountable while you are moving toward achieving your goals. A partnership with a professional can help you effectively organize and realign your mind, body, and spirit so that you can continue to lead and succeed in all areas of your life more efficiently. We are really good at keeping our struggles to ourselves. What we don't realize is that without the struggle, there is no overcoming. And without the challenges, there are no celebration of the changes. Don't fear the emotional bends of your life. Fear not doing anything about them and continuing to allow the stench to seep into your mental, emotional, spiritual, and relational spaces. You are well equipped to start this journey. Take it on with your head and your heart, knowing that on the other side is a healthier, more empowered, and resilient you. Thank you for showing up for this powerfully important conversation about dumping your mental and emotional trash. This is the final episode of season one, and I feel so blessed that you have finished out this first season with me. Don't forget to like, follow, and share the podcast with other women forging their own path to lead more effectively in their life, in their career, and in their relationships. This is the conclusion of season one of the Me, Myself, and Her podcast. So take the month of June to continue to nurture your mind, body, and spirit. There's a lot going on in our world today, and it is necessary, non-negotiable, that we make sure that our minds, our bodies, and our spirits are well-nourished. So make sure that you take time each and every day to rest, renew, reset, relax, whatever it is that you need to do to make sure that your mind, your mental space is healthy. That may mean stepping away from social media and the news or people who are sharing information that is challenging you in that place. So while you're waiting for July, which is when season two is going to roll out, go back and listen to some of the other podcast segments and remind yourself who you are, who you want to be, and how to become her. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you found value in the conversation. Keep in mind that the information shared is not a substitute for services from a licensed mental health provider or medical professional. To tap into more information, check out my website at trailstotransformation.com. Don't forget to follow and share the podcast and tune in in July for another season, pulling back the layers of who we are, who we want to be, and our journeys as diverse women, leaders, and succeeders, becoming healthy, empowered, and resilient.